Morning, Mama. Well, it's morning here. I got my coffee, I got my mic, I got my script, and I'm ready to do this thing. Today in the episode, we're looking at three secrets to make devotions as a family easy. The key words here are easy and secrets. Okay, they're not really going to be secrets by the end of the episode, are they? But easy is key here. If you have been with me for any amount of time, you know that I'm all about that. Okay, I love borrowing. I say borrowing with air quotes. Some may say steal ideas from other teachers, especially when I'm teaching, but I'm all about that. You know, why reinvent the wheel? But today we're looking at easy things. This discipleship journey can seem overwhelming to some, but it doesn't have to be. And family devotions, I think sometimes we look on Pinterest and we think, wow, that is amazing. And I would love to do that with my family, but that is so not going to work. Today, I'm about to prove you wrong. This is going to make devotions as a family really, really simple. So if you are interested, which I hope you are, listen on. Hey mama, welcome to Mama's Mission. Do you wish pointing your kids to Jesus could be simple? Are you overwhelmed with no schedule and good habits? So what you want to achieve, like discipling, doesn't happen. Do you have the best intentions to read that devotion with the kids? But after a bit, you lose your groove and feel that pointing your kids to Jesus is too hard. Hey, I'm Deb. I too was overwhelmed with the concept of discipling my littles. I was inconsistent in showing my kids Jesus, jumping from one idea to the next, and I wish for some structure to my day to make that happen. I wanted some routines and ideas on how to point my kids to Jesus, but I kept telling myself this is too hard and will take way too much time, until I found routines and habits. In this podcast, you'll discover what discipling your kids is and looks like, how to schedule time in to point your kids to Jesus, and what tools you can use to help you so that you can be the mama living out her greatest mission, to show her kids Jesus. So grab a coffee, or maybe two, kick back and get ready to launch into your mission. Mama, did you know that I've got a free Facebook community? It's called Teaching Your Kids About Jesus, and it's such an awesome place to be. In it, we share tips and tricks on obviously pointing our kids to Jesus. We share the highs and lows of motherhood, and we just want to encourage each other. Recently, I've felt in my heart to do a Facebook Live on Tuesday. So I'm doing Tuesday's teaching tips or something along those lines. But every Tuesday, I pop into the group on a live and I share a little bit about either an upcoming episode or ways that we can teach our kids about Jesus. So this last live really is a perfect example about what I'm talking about today in this episode. And in it, I share the devotional that we use as a family. I go over the great things about it, how we actually use it. It's not a long live at all, but that would be an awesome place for you to go if you want to actually, one, see my face, although I'm not too sure why you would want to do that, and two, actually see in the flesh what this devotional is. So if you want to join us, which I hope that you do want to, the Facebook group is Teaching Your Kids About Jesus. It's bit.ly slash Teaching Your Kids About Jesus. Or better yet, an easier way is to click the link in the description. 
Have you ever had a secret revealed to you that's made your life a whole lot easier? And when I say secret, I don't mean like a secret that please don't tell this person, you know, that kind of secret. I mean just something that has revolutionized your life, something you didn't know that you discovered and you're like, this is genius. Why have I not found this out before? My thing was, as I mentioned just previously, Facebook, and I have a Facebook group. Facebook is not my favorite place to be. And in it, I have to schedule content to keep engaged with the group and obviously to give tips and tricks on how to point our kids to Jesus. But something that has changed my life is the schedule function. Seriously, it just means so much to me. It means I'm not in the group every day, all the time, posting content and having to remember what I'm posting each day. Basically, all I do on a Sunday evening is I look at the content that I want to post for the week and then I lay it out and schedule it. You can schedule the day, you can schedule the time. It's just a game changer, game changer, people. It's just revolutionized my time on Facebook. It's just one thing and then you're done. And that's what I want to relate today to our devotions. I want to share with you, but this this is not one thing, but it's three things that can actually revolutionize your family devotion time. Let's be real. Family devotions can be painful at times. Or is that just me? You know, you've got kids whining. You've got kids like crawling all over the show, really not engaged, feeling like you are getting nowhere, but you persevere. So they can be painful, okay? But what I want to encourage you is to not give up before you've actually tried. We may, as I mentioned earlier, look at Pinterest and think, oh, that is just amazing, but so unattainable for me. So I'm not even going to try. Don't be like one of those people, okay? We can do this. And these three secrets I share with you are going to make family devotion times hopefully way easier than what they have been and just enjoyable. So let's get into it. Number one on how to make devotions as a family easy is food. (laughs) I don't know if you actually thought I was going to say that, but food. Either do the devotion after the family have eaten or during. Okay, a lot of people like to do their family devotions over breakfast. That's just not realistic for us because Breakfast is a time where it's, you know, my daughter has to get ready for the bus in the morning and she likes to drag her toes. So what better way to drag her toes even more? Time is of the essence in the morning for us. So it's not the best timing, but it could be for you. Who knows? You could do it over dinner even. What works for us is actually doing it after dinner. So the kids are fed and quite content. We do it in the time where we're kind of winding down right before bedtime. And I'll give you a sneaky, sneaky treat. Well, a sneaky, sneaky secret is I use chocolate. Okay, I call it Bible and Kai because Kai over here in New Zealand is the moldy word for food. So we just say Bible and Kai and it gets our daughter looking forward to it. Okay, nothing but a piece of chocolate. I use individual chocolates like that are wrapped instead of a big block because I have used the big block. I'm all about, you know, saving waste and all that jazz, saving a bit of money. But seriously, I use the block. My daughter was so preoccupied with who was getting how many pieces. Was it all fair? So yeah, took away the attention of the devotional, defeated the purpose. So we got the chocolate out. 
I gave her a little bar wrapped up and that's it. She can eat it before the devotion, after the devotion, during whatever she wants, but she gets one. And there's no discussion further about that. We can just focus on what we're here to do and that's getting a devotional together. That's basically what we use. You can use, you don't have to use chocolate, okay, if that's not going to work, especially right before bedtime, okay, probably not the best idea, but it works for us. It's only a small bit of chocolate. You could use some just a special treat, all right? It could even be like a hot chocolate or something if your kids don't get like hot drinks or I don't know. Whatever works for you guys, just a little treat. It just makes that family devotion time that little bit more special. So number two and one secret, well, one of the three secrets to making devotions as a family easy is, I'm pretty sure you've heard me say this a lot, but be prepared. By this, I don't mean doing an Instagram-worthy devotional time as a family that takes like ages and ages to prepare and seems like way too much hard work. No one's got time for that. Okay, let's be realistic here. By that, I mean you need to have what you need on hand. So whether that be a Bible, it means a devotion book possibly, it could be pens or pencils, paper, however you want your kids to be engaged with it. Whatever the case, you need to have those things on hand. So I'll give you an example. We've had times together where I haven't been prepared. And we live in a tiny house, so it's not that big a deal if I'm like, oh, I've just got to get the Bible. I'm only taking a few steps. But if you're in a bigger house, you could totally lose your kids by the time you go to your room and come back with the Bible or whatever you need. Your kids may not even be there. Okay, so you've really got to keep them engaged and go with it. Make sure that you are prepared. All right. I have done that before. In a bigger home, we did a devotional and yeah, I had lost my daughter completely because, oh, heaven forbid, I actually left the chocolate in the room. But yeah, came back. That was her sole focus and had lost her on the devotion. So yeah, have everything on hand. Number three in how to actually do devotions as a family in an easier way. And that's keep it simple. It links so well to what I said above. You know, you've got to be prepared, but people, people, please keep it simple. Start easy. You don't have to do a family devotion that is going to take 45 minutes and be quite time consuming, require a lot of material and equipment and a lot of forethought. Obviously, forethought is an excellent idea. You've got to put a little bit of time into it with the direction you want your kids to go in and what they, you want them to hopefully, hopefully gauge from the lesson. But it doesn't have to be that hard. Keep it simple. Don't aim for the most amount of time that you can get with your kids necessarily. For me, it's all about qual quality. Like I want our time to be short but really effective. When I say short, I don't mean necessarily like two minutes. I mean, it could be five minutes. It could be 15 minutes. You know, obviously you go with what the kids are coping with. Sometimes when we do it before bedtime, it's rough and my kids are ready for bed. So we only get five minutes in, but five is better than none. And I heard on a podcast last night that this discipleship thing is a journey and it's just these short moments throughout our kids' lifetime. It's not unfortunately a one and done thing, even though that would be super ideal, but it's not. So we just take these moments and if it's five minutes, great. If it's 20 minutes, even better. Like 
you just go with it, okay? But keep it simple. So we only read one chapter when we're reading the word from the Gospels or we read one devotion page. And the devotion that I've selected, if you want to have a look at the live in my Facebook group, it's really easy, okay? It's just got a scripture. It's got a short blurb about the scripture, a couple of questions and a prayer. Super, super easy. We started with reading off the one page, okay? I just did it word for word off the page. And then we've moved on. So with the scripture, I've been really challenged to actually get my daughter into the word herself. So we got her a Bible for Christmas. It's got bigger font because for some reason, lots of Bibles have smaller fonts, especially for kids. So it made reading that little bit harder. But we got her a special Bible. It's all pink. It's all princessy because it's right up her alley. And she loves getting it out. And with the scripture right at the top of the devotion, we actually find that together in her word. And we highlight the key words like, what do you think we really need to pay attention to in this verse? Then we talk about the little blurb in the devotion. And then after that, I ask a couple of questions. And sometimes I throw in my own random questions. And then we do a prayer. The prayer is not off the devotion. I like to pray myself and then I like my daughter to pray, but that's been something that's happened throughout our journey. It's not just something that happened overnight. So those were the three secrets to making family devotion time easy. I hope that they help you. I hope that they're really effective. To wrap it up, they are food and with us, it's chocolate. (laughs) It is to be prepared goes without saying, but you know, have what you need on hand. And number three is keeping it simple. Okay, don't, I mean, you can totally make it elaborate and a huge thing, but it doesn't have to be. So I also want to share three episodes that could help you with your whole discipleship journey and family devotions. So one episode I have is number 69, which I'm going to link all of these in the description. What is Kingdom Mindset and how do we cultivate it in our kids? And that was an interview I had with Heather Shriver Burns. Uh, Number 70 is how to read the Bible with your kids. And that one, I actually share live footage or (laughs) actual footage of me sharing with my daughter on how we get in the Word together. It was heavily deleted because there was a lot of ums and a lot of page flickers. But nevertheless, you hear it. And the third episode I have is episode 80, which is four ways to encourage you to intentionally show your kids Jesus. I pray that you are inspired to have some family devotion times. It could be once a week. It could be five times a week. Just get in the word with your kids. Get a, get a devotion. It doesn't have to be really flash. It doesn't have to be 365 pages. You can find some awesome free ones on Pinterest. Pinterest is, as you can tell from my episode, um, somewhere I visit kind of frequently. And it's it's just got so much out there. Don't reinvent the wheel. Just get out there and find a devotion. Go through it with your family. If they love it, you know, persevere, keep going. If they don't, that's okay. Do it a few more times and then try something else. I hope that this has inspired you and I would love to hear from you. So you can join us in our Facebook group with the link in the description or you can email me at heymummersmission at gmail.com because I love to hear from you. Until next week, mummers, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Mama's Mission. 
If you liked what you heard, please leave a review. Thanks, guys. Hey, Mama. I can pretty much say ditto to what my little girl just said. It lights me up when you're encouraged to disciple your kids from the content here at Mama's Mission. So either leave a review on the podcast or hit me up on Instagram at a dash of Deb. Or better yet, join the family by subscribing to our newsletter. The link is in the description. Be blessed, Mama.